0: guys going back to the old uh style format um which is me in the shedio on me todd having a chat um not about anything too draining i guess but there are a, a couple of things that i want to um talk about discuss and uh yeah get off my chest um without having to stick to a set storyline, set narrative, you know, um, which occasionally happens when you have a guest on um, because they, they like to feel um, wanted maybe. Um, who knows? Um, but unfortunately the guest I was going to have on um, had to work, which happens, you know, it, it happens. Um, I don't get bitter or salty about it. But fucking I'll let me know soon. Nah, no, I'm joking. because um, it does happen. And it's not like I'm fucking Joe Rogan or or fucking Brendan Charb or Brian Callen or anyone like that. Um and this isn't my job. So that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. One thing I do want to talk about though before I get into the meat of the um of what I want to talk about today is obviously the uh <laughs> the um the r f regiment incident that has taken place in regards to the eighty one millimeter mortar going up someone's ass yeah for a start all four initiation ceremonies all for it, but I know boys will be boys, but come on, porno laughs aren't funny. Nah. It's a group of fucking squaddies and, and everybody knows that the Mortal flight is the dregs of the squadron. Um. <laughs> and they do heinous things. Um, when I, when I was in, it was the, the greenie, they probably still do that, which is obviously the casing of the, of the mortar tube that they've cut down, made a fucking mug out of it. And they do disgusting things with that. Usually with drink. But this is something else. I mean, they were spitting on the dude's asshole, and then put the the end, the little knobbly bit, in his ass. Now, a lot of people go, "Well, wow, that's sexual assault." Uh, yeah, but also he was quite willing, and you know, just part of, just part of being a eat I guess. And it's kind of when you talk to civilians, they're like, "That is disgusting." It is. Um, but that's that's what squaddies do. Now, obviously, what's happened is lads have gone, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And it's gone gone around, gone around. And then, uh, obviously, someone has then sewn a, a, a civvy mate, most likely, who has then thought, that's disgusting. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go to the papers. However... Is has been brought to my attention that it was me. And that I got paid thousands of pounds to release this video to the press because it will booster my podcast. It won't. Because one... I didn't do it. Two. I didn't do it. And three. Why would I go? Hey, Sun newspaper, Daily Mail, uh, Rupert, mate, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. i got a story on the Raff Reg. Fancy running it and give me some, some money, you know? And if I did, I'd be sat in a better shed. Well, I wouldn't even be sat in the shed. I'd, I'd be in a studio. Fucking hell. But one thing I do take kind of privilege and pride in is whoever has set up this lovely rumour about me, I'm just sat nestled rent-free in his head. Or her. Um, but I'm, I'm in their head constantly. And, you know, I got a lot of shit for the book everybody's uh, entitled their opinion. Um, that's a true adaptation of, of what I went through um, within my time in the military, which guess what? Whoever did that, one of the latest little reviews on it. Oh, it's not Bravo 2 No, it's not. Because I didn't do anything. I'm aware of that. But that doesn't mean I don't suffer with depression anxiety ptsd etc etc because guess what you don't know me you don't know my head um but yeah it is it is a positive going through um rent free in someone's head um but yeah uh (laughs) but why 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 would it booster the podcast that's what i don't understand that's what i don't get and why would I'm sure I've got plenty of other stories and and other things that I could be selling, you know, to, to booster this this stuff. Um, Fucking beyond me. But um, anyway, let's get down into the the meat and the meat and potatoes of um, the podcast. What I really want to talk about. Um, But first up, um, I just want to do a quick shout out to a lost friend. Um, it's now been five years since he tragically took his own life, which is one of the reasons why I'm going into the subjects I'm going to go into in this, in this podcast. Um, so five years ago, um, a good friend of, of, of mine, um, who I served with on 15 Squadron, took, it, took his own life. Couldn't couldn't deal with the the demons and the issues that he had in his in his head, um, and and tragically it took its toll and he made the ultimate sac- sacrifice um, and left two sons behind unfortunately, um, but again that is the nature of of, of mental illness mental health. Um, it, it it makes you do drastic things to get out of the pain so a quick fucking um, rest in peace you might want to say um, to si. Uh it's been five years and you know you're still loved you're still missed by everybody that that you touched and were, were in their life so yeah I hope you're um, you're at peace now out there but yeah. So, also the, the, this week, I watched um, a documentary on uh, mental health and uh, suicide uh, with uh, Roman Kemp, who's the who's the DJ on on Capital, I believe, and it, it fucking hit home. A lot of a lot of things that he was talking about, that he was saying, really struck a nerve. Really got to me, and. For me, you know the darkness when when i when I right now I want to just clarify this. this is my own personal experience. This is not how everybody feels when they have it. This is not how um, it affects every single person. This is how it affected me, and this is how uh I went about trying to change different things to try and block it out or or recover um etc etc um so again this is very personal to myself this isn't a this isn't about anybody else so yeah um i i have always been quite a happy sort of happy chappy i may look grumpy and 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 sort of standoffish but i've always been quite happy quite I I enjoyed being part of jokes, doing jokes, having a laugh, that sort of thing, you know, like like normal people do. Um, but I always had a, I always had that sort of that switch, you know, growing up. Um, I saw a few things that I didn't really want to see that I won't discuss and I will never discuss on the show in a book or in a documentary because that's not fair. Um, but I, I saw a lot of things that a boy shouldn't see. Um, and, yeah, I've always been quite sensitive, quite emotional. Um, and then if you if you fast forward to me leaving the military, that's when it all started clicking in. And I was starting to develop a lot of different emotions that I didn't really know how to cope with or deal with and that's what i i I refer to as the darkness or or you could call it the darkening um so basically i i got very frustrated i got very angry i would get upset um the anger and the frustration were, were taken out on those closest to me in the household um and it was uh, the missus that first noticed that sort of thing. She was like, You're you're becoming quite angry for no reason. Um, and in turn, when I was on my own, I was very, very emotional. I'd I'd be in the in the work vehicles or I'd be walking around, or I'd be doing this, and I'd be very upset. I'd take myself off to be on my own, so I could I could have a cry. You know, I'm not afraid to fucking say it. I'll take myself off and have a cry. And the thoughts and feelings that would spin around in my head are basically, you're not good enough. You're a shit cunt. You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be part of anything. Look at what you were and now look what you are. You're weak. You're a disgrace. Um, that is some of the things that would come through my head. And I started to feel as though I was a burden to the family. And when those sorts of feelings start creeping in that's that's dangerous territory because you you then start to feel that if you weren't around everybody else would be happier because of the the shit that you put them through when you're always sad that's the when you're not always sad when you have all these thoughts and feelings that are inside that uh, uh, hidden behind these fake smiles these fake laughs on the outside you're looking quite happy quite chir- chirpy on the inside it, it's eating away at you and it's draining it's it's knackering it's tiring it, it's all that it, it makes you very fatigued now you're you're constantly going through a battle of i need to look happy i need to feel happy but then you've got fucking mr niggle in your fucking ear going you're shit you're just this you're you're a piece of shit your kids are going to grow up and think what the fuck are you you're you're just a horrible person you're you're crap at your job you're and and those sort of negative thoughts and feelings are constant constantly chipping away at you and it's draining, like I said. And then you get to nighttime and you can't sleep. So you wake up. You're fucking grumpy. You're angry. You can't get through it. You're like, fuck this. You're snapping at your kids. You're snapping at your missus. You don't want to see your friends. You don't want to see anyone. You want to just be left alone in your fucking little box. And you want to cry. You want to fucking shout. You want to scream. But also, you do want to tell people. You do. Well, I did. However how can you tell your mates that that you're you're struggling you don't want to tell your mates that you're struggling you want to still be the life and soul of the party you want to be no tomo no party but that's that's the thing you're not the life and soul of the party anymore because you don't want to go and I think sometimes it takes just one person to ask if you're happy. Are you happy? I know a lot of people say, ask them if they're okay. Sure. However, you, you, you'll get the response. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Tom, mate, you happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mate, mate. Seriously. Are you happy? Are, are you all right? Ask a couple of times. Eventually they'll either say, yeah, mate, I'm happy. I'm just having a bit of a shit day. Cool, man. Let me know if you need anything or it will be a fucking unload of emotions, thoughts, feelings, all that negative stuff will just flood out. What I didn't do was that I didn't, I didn't talk to anyone. My old man has said to me, he said, Sean, you, uh, I didn't know you were struggling. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking good actor nah it's because i hid it so well mum didn't know mrs knew but didn't really know the extent of the the fucking negativity that i had and yeah i can i can admit it there were there were times where i didn't want to be here anymore and i toyed with the idea um especially when i was going through uh before i got on my medication to help balance um I was going through a very tough time with uh, the online abuse that I got um, and still get uh, and mainly because I was being told that I was a liar, I was a fake I was making it up um, etc um, and that that fucking hurts that really does hurt and when you're when you're in a time and you're struggling and then you get that you're like what is the fucking point you know at this t- this moment i had started the podcast and it was going all right i was sort of to sort of talking about it but then i was also getting all this fucking right flanked um le- coming in fucking hot tomo you're a fucking fake you're a fraud You're playing on mental health. You're playing on your mate's death so that people feel sorry for you, that they'll listen. You're doing it for listens. I'm not. Um, But yeah, I was talking with the idea that, fuck it. If people actually think like that, I'm a burden to everyone. I'm a burden to my missus. I'm a burden to my kids. And I I toyed with the idea of, of just end X. And... It wasn't until I spoke with uh, my brother and Kate um, properly, and then in time um, to Al McGregor Inner Armour, uh, how important it is to to express, and and it's always it's that it's that old saying, a problem shared is a problem halved, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and finally being able to talk more openly about um my problems starting to ignore the haters the the trolls the the cunts um that don't believe you um start to lead a more happy exciting sort of life um i felt that i was helping more people um i helped uh Steve nichols who is on the lad bible he's been on the guest a couple of times um he has now started his own podcast uh, veteran opinion and and lots of things like that and and just knowing that you could help one or two people just because you've shown a bit of a bit of courage a bit of strength to actually talk about it now that that's that's the massive that's a massive thing right because at the moment, there's a big drive for mental health, um, mental health awareness, suicide awareness, PTSD awareness, depression awareness, all, all these different things. Now, there, there's a huge drive for it. We see it in, in the papers. We see it in, on news clips, on, on columns. There's loads of things online. BBC have even got a, a fucking dedicated part to their website. But yet, there are still people out there that like to troll and, and make people feel like shit because they can't see this. So they automatically assume that somebody is faking it, making it up. Instead of being tolerant to it, they're, they're very negative towards it. Now, I don't know if this is because they're going through their own sort of issues, dramas, conflicts within their own mind, quite possibly or it could be that they're just a bad person i hope not um but again i don't hold a grudge on anyone that's that said this shit to me because at the end of the day they're not going to affect me anymore um because what what happens when you're in you're in a dark dark place is that you you absorb all this negativity and then it makes it all worse um by talking about it by sharing it with someone else you're helping to spread the darkness a little bit and once you spread it thin you can able to get a bit of light through if you always go into dark situations within your mind with with some light you'll always get out of it always um for me it's my kids you know as 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 much of a burden as i thought i was I would hate for them to grow up without me or have another man raise my kids because that fucking hits hard to me because I want to be the best dad that I can be. Now, that also being said, me having mental health issues was always driving me to be angry and be the dominant disciplinarian of the family, which I I, I still sort of do that now. But I also... aren't quite as explosive as that I have been. I take a little bit more of a moment, yes, if they're being little shits, I will fucking raise my voice um but yeah they they those two little angels that I have in the house there that that's my light. other people have other things um but those two are, and what I do now is I don't hide away from um my issues with them i let them know exactly what was going on or has been going on because i think that the kids today knowing um they'll be able to see different signs and and be able to help now kids are are wonderful things but they're also very sensitive and very absorbent um So you've you, you got to be careful with, with certain things that you show, tell them and, and show them because that could have then affect them. Um, now, the school that my girls go to have an amazing little thing that they do. They have a well-being day, which is every Wednesday at the minute, um, where they, they talk all happy, positive things. They discuss um, different mental health issues. And they learn different things, a bit like... I don't know if this is 100% true or it could be Cabro Science, but I'm going to use it anyway. My eldest told me that the, um, the characters within Winnie the Pooh, you can, you can get um, a line between different mental health issues. Winnie the Pooh has an eating disorder. He eats a lot. <laughs> Gluttony, maybe. You've got Eeyore. He's got depression. Piglet. Anxiety. Tigger, ADHD. Christopher Robin as as another one. I don't know a schizophrenia maybe because he's playing with toys. Um, but it's amazing that uh, at school that they're learning the intricacies of of the of the mind, and it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant thing for them to learn. It fucking is, and. Um, because when I was at school, I just thought someone who was depressed was just sad. Oh, sad. But there's so much more into it. And it's the same with things like PTSD. Um, I know that I've been, I've been targeted for, for lying about PTSD. Um, because people tend to believe that PTSD is one major incident that has affected you, and that is that if you haven't if you haven't witnessed your mate get his leg blown off or have your own leg blown off or been in small arms contacts etc you can't have it no 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 not allowed idiot educate yourself it can be a whole mixture of different things different scenarios different bits and bobs um that all accumulate and build up and build up until you're then starting to get stressed, depressed, reliving different traumas, getting flashbacks, getting angry for no reason. And a lot of these things are all triggered in different ways. I hate that word triggered. Um, but that, that, is, that is that. You know, the mind is a very complex being. And it's not just one thing. It's a bit like depression. It's not just one thing that keeps bringing you down. It's a collective normally. Um, depression is obviously when you're thinking about the past. Same with PTSD, you'll relive in the past. You're going through different things, the different stresses that keep stressing you out. Anxiety is obviously the future. You're worrying about things going on ahead of time. Um, It could be your work. It could be coming out of these lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera. And that's another thing that's going to happen. We're going to come out of these lockdowns and people are going to be. They're going to be struggling. Because it's the unknown. There's going to be a lot of anxiety and a lot of a lot of stresses and a lot of stressors as well. Um, I'm, I'm lucky uh, I carried on working throughout, throughout um, these lockdowns so I've been outside, I know what it's like you know, the kids going back to school is, is, a, good, is a good benchmark is a good, good starting point but things like my missus, she's a hairdresser so going back to work in a, in a close close environment touching people's heads getting close to them, you know yeah they're going to still be wearing masks but still you don't you don't know this person from adam usually and um yeah i I can i can see a lot of a lot of issues they're going to start spiking up and people keep saying that as a as a uh, as a talking point is is the mental health around all these lockdowns is it helping people probably not because you get that um that close that claustrophobic sort of sensation that you're stuck in a house and you want to get out um and then there's the other health benefits that aren't the gym's open if the schools are open etc they are going to be open it's going to take time and i know people are fighting for it but we're, we're coming we're coming out of it we're coming to the end of it which is which is a good thing it fucking is it is a fucking good thing um and i can't wait um I just want everybody to know that if you are struggling, you are in dark places, you are suicidal, fuck it. If you are suicidal, um, you're having suicidal thoughts, Um, you're in a really bad place within yourself, depression, you could have PTSD, or you could be extremely anxious about the next day. Granite Zero is always here. We're not a fucking charity or anything like that. We're just a simple podcast that was designed to get me, myself, through um, my mental health challenges. Now, a lot of people don't like that. That's, that's your opinion. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that the DMs are always open. If you, if you message me, I'll always reply. Um, and I'll try and get back to you as soon as I can. You know, I'm always there to help other people. Um, but that also being said, you've got, to, you've got to look after number one, guys. You've got to look after yourself and try and get yourself through these things. There's no point pointing the finger at somebody else for trying to make a difference if you've got your own little problems, you know? <sighs> But also, you know still still on the sort of lines of the mental health stuff. Now I've started to go out and do a bit more fizz. Started to do runs, which I actually hate, because you've got to embrace discomfort to try and, you know, build yourself up. Um and and that's one thing I hate is is running because I'm still a chunky little fucker and my knees and my ankles don't like it, but I do it. Um, Also doing different things with kettlebells and stuff like that. It's obviously all going to be better when the gyms are open. Sweet. And the reason, one of the reasons why I'm doing a bit more fizz is because of the charity, charity, the fundraising event that I'm doing for obviously rock to recovery that I'm, I'm wearing now. Um, and I find that if I have a set goal, a challenge, an event, anything like that, I will train better and harder and get more results. So that's a little thing that you need to think about is setting yourself little goals with, with your fizz. Um, increasing your one rep max, dropping a dress size, etc., etc. If you have goals and challenges, you'll get better results. If you're just plodding along to the gym, you won't get you won't get very good results. You'll get shit results. Um, but yeah, going going on to um onto the football match. So eleventh of July, KC. this year. Woo! Finally. Um, it was supposed to be uh, last year, but it's not this year. It's 2021, 11th of July. FC Granite Zero is a football team that I've made up um, because I thought having a challenge that isn't just solely on me is going to be fucking good. And a bit of morale, a bit of fucking team bonding, et cetera, et cetera, is going to be fucking brilliant. So FC Granite Zero is made up of military veterans, mainly from the RAF Regiment, I must admit. um, Serving Met Police and uh, a paramedic as well. Um, And then a couple of guests from the Granite Zero podcast. Um, And what we're doing is we're taking on a Tottenham Hotspur Legends team. And I think it's going to be good. It's going to be held at the, the Gallagher Stadium in Maidstone. Now, so roughly 4,200 people um, can go in the stadium. Alley as fuck. Um, I think it's going to be a good a good fucking day. Originally, we were going to do it for two charities, um, Mind and Rock to Recovery. We then changed it to Mind Soldiers and Rock to Recovery. And now it's simply just Rock to Recovery. The reason for that is um, I messaged and spoke to... Members of uh, Rock to Recovery who were very quick to engage and get back to me um, sent the team out some t shirts. Uh, we're getting a banner, and they're very excited for us to be raising funds for their for their cause, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, the other two just completely chin me off. Um, I know I'm aware that Mind probably has a lot of different events going on. For, for them uh, and they also have a lot of um, blue ticks that do some events for them um, so obviously a little football match that's trying to build awareness for mental health is just going to get chinned off and put on the back burner <clears throat> however Rock to Recovery they have lots of different fundraising events that are going on, people doing uh, bike rides, mountain climbs sleeping on top of ben nevis i think is one of them they are fucking brilliant some of these things um we are the first uh sporting event in terms of team sport um so hopefully we can we can really put on a good show um now rock to recovery i think is a brilliant cause you know they help all veterans I know that it's uh, partly funded by the Royal Marines charity, which is which is cool. Um, but Rock to Recovery itself is it helps fucking any cat badge, friends, family of of veterans, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and they want to try and do their best they can to help any veteran, any veteran's family that that are fucking struggling. Whether it's excuse me. Um, whether it's physical, mental, or financial, uh, the list goes on and on. They are fucking brilliant, um, and and they are starting to become bigger and bigger. And I'm I'm actually quite proud to be to be representing them, um, especially in this in this football match. Um, I got turned away by a number of different charities. Um, because i don't know whether my face didn't fit what i was doing didn't fit um you know you know the general story um just in case it was a a non-success for them quite possibly um but i've spoken to to the to the guys at rock to recovery and i love everything about them i think they're fucking brilliant which is why I chose him, which is why I chose him. But, you know, I just took on this challenge. And again, going back to mental health side of things, the, there's little things, little triggers, little stresses, um, that pop up. And obviously I've got deadlines to make now. Um, I've got to try and raise as much funds as I can. I've got to try and get things in to auction off to, um, and at the minute it's mainly mostly on my own shoulders. I'm trying to get all this stuff in. I've got a few helps from, um, my mum's husband, uh, a, a few, a bit, bit of help from uh, little Brown. Um, but mainly it's, it's myself. Oh, and, and the old man. Um, We'll we'll get there. We'll get there, and it'll be a good event. It'll be a good event, definitely. Um, but yeah, what what I just want to just close off on is um is going back to the the, the meat of it. You know, we've all the majority of us have been in in dark places. And these dark places are very specific to yourself, how you're feeling. What we all need to do and all need to think about is how would I feel if I was in a shit place? Would I want my friend, colleague um, acquaintance to not believe me, give me shit or would they appreciate it if I was upbeat, positive and helpful because I believe we can all do more especially to our friends, family just to check in make sure everybody's okay So don't just check in once. You've got to check in multiple times just to make sure. Um, And basically, don't be a dick. If someone's come out and said they're struggling, as much as you probably go, oh, bollocks, mate. He's fucking playing on that again. Cunt. Don't need to say it. If he's banging on about mental health too much, you can either fucking disconnect or actually send a DM and say, are you, are you all right? Do you want to talk about it? You know, it, it, it's less effort to be nice than it is to be a cunt. And that's something that we should all think about. we're all in a, in a shit in a shit time we're coming to the end of it let's not use these platforms these social media platforms to be a dick just be fucking nice you know yes there's been a couple of high profile things you had um, Caroline Flack took her own life dead because she was hounded by trolls and 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 the media then you had Meghan markle had a bad mental health experience where she wanted to end her own life while she was pregnant said it out loud hounded by the media because they don't believe her Okay, that's your opinion that you don't believe. It doesn't mean it isn't happening. You don't need to hound the person. Just leave, leave, leave them alone. Let them be surrounded by people that care about them to get them through it if they, if they have got it. You know, we've got these two high-profile people that people can see. And people target them what they don't see is people in the background like your mate down the road who is really struggling. He's having some really bad down days. Fucking shit state. When he's on his own, shit state. And then he reads your comment on Facebook because you're actually friends. You're not friends with Meghan Markle. Um, About Meghan Markle lying about it. fucking he reads it and then he thinks that you don't care and that is the tipping point and he takes his own life and then the next day you find out that your friend has taken his own life and then you put up a status of saying be kind it's so sad but really you could have been one of the catalysts to it because of your negative comments on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram be nice be kind and that is um, that is pretty much the gist of what I was trying to get at you know when you're in a dark place and negative things come at you over all sides and it only takes one little spark and ignite it and, and it and you've gone down the pan But, yeah, that was fucking depressing for you all. Um, But, yeah, uh, I'd like to just quickly shout out to everybody that follows, listens, subscribes to the Granite Zero podcast because it actually means a lot to me that you take your time to come out and and listen um, to me ramble on, especially when I'm doing a lone wolfer. but yeah, th- thanks. Thanks to everybody that listens, subscribes, um, shares the podcast and his friends of the show. Uh, coming at us on Wednesday, I believe, I have um, Mr. Elliot. Airborne. And mental health resilience trainer coming on the show. And it's going to be good. So stand by for James Elliot to come onto the show. Um, but without further ado, I've been Tomo. This has been the Grand Zero podcast. And I'm out.